Welcome to the Heart and Soul Wellness Podcast, where we inspire women by teaching applicable skills and tools and assisting them with connecting with one another, healing, and aspiring to their highest selves so they can reach their full potential. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today. It's such an honor to have Sarah Muir with us and she is absolutely incredible. I can't wait to tell you about her. So she is passionate about community development. Um, She's a community development member that loves relationship building, fundraising and marketing. She is currently the development manager for the YCC Family Crisis Center in Ogden, Utah. And prior to that, she was the marketing and communication manager for the Goal Foundation. Sarah grew up in Michigan and moved to Ogden in 2017. She, her husband, and her three kiddos have jumped into the Ogden community with both feet. They love volunteering in the community for various events and nonprofits. They have fallen in love with Ogden and plan to be Ogdenites forever. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sarah serves on the Women in Business Executive Board for the Ogden Weber Chamber of Commerce and the School Board for Ogden Preparatory Academy. Sarah has her Bachelor's of Science in Leadership from the College of Business at Bellevue University and is currently working on her Master's in Public Administration. When she is not serving in the community, she likes to unwind on the trails by hiking and trail running with her best gal pals. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love hiking. Where do you like to go? Um, everywhere. Um, my yeah. favorite probably my go-to is Wheeler. Um, Wheeler to Icebox. So um over at the spillway, like all the way through the canyon. Uh it smells like a pine forest. Like the smells are amazing. Like oh, the dirt and pine cool. and and the river, it's just, it's magical. So, but anyway. I absolutely love that. It's so fun. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I love that you talked a lot about like connecting with others and like building community because uh, one of the, one of our goals at Heart and Soul Wellness is to um, connect with one another and help each other to thrive and really just inspire each other to reach our full potential. So, um, tell me a little bit about your story and what's brought you to the work that you're doing. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I'm so excited for this topic. I'm like, yeah. Do everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yay. So yeah, we actually are just coming up on our fifth anniversary of moving to Ogden. So, um, we moved here, didn't know anyone. Um, and we knew from previous moves that, um, we were going to have to find a group um, because we were going to both be, my husband and I were both going to be working from home. Um, and we learned that if we didn't get ingrained and find some friends or groups in the community that we were miserable. We've learned that a few times the hard way. And um, and so we've just loved um, jumping in. Um, we found the Ogden Pub Runners when we first moved here just by searching Facebook for Ogden to see what groups populated. And we're like, they run and drink. I think they'll be our friends. I bet. So, That's awesome. Um, and turns out they were. Um, and <laughs> what was amazing about that night when we first went um, was we were tired. We had just moved here. We were still unpacking, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, should we really go?" And we're like, "No, yes. Like we have to go. We have to make friends. Otherwise, we're going to be sad here. Like we have to do this." And that's where I met. Um, Clarice and Abby from the Goal Foundation. They were being honored as a community partner that night. And I was like, tell me about the Goal Foundation. And um, I was like, well, we're going to be friends and this is going to be great. And shortly after I met them, um, the the role that I had 
prior to being at YCC was a job that they posted like the next week. Um, so everything kind of happens for a reason. And so um, I started at the Global Foundation in a new field, um, marketing um, and communications was not a prior field that I had really done. The communications part, yes, but not digital marketing quite a bit at all. Um, more like face-to-face -face network marketing. Um, so that was really fun. And getting into the nonprofit world was a dream. Like I always knew that that was kind of where I wanted to be, but I just hadn't, we'd moved so many times that I hadn't quite had a chance to really get into, <coughs> excuse me, into a new field. And so through the Goal Foundation, we just got plugged into the community right away. Like I said in my bio, like we jumped in with both feet. Like we were yeah, instantly awesome. connected to everyone because of the Goal Foundation. And so um, through that, though, I learned how much I loved marketing and how much I just really, really loved connecting with this community um, and how that was really my favorite part of my job. You know, like all the social media posts and all of those kinds of things. I was like, okay, I can kind of do without this, you know, but the part I really love was um, networking at women in business or going to events and connecting with our community members and finding out what their goals were and what were they working on. And, um, and so when I saw this job um, posting here at YCC, um, one, I loved their mission. Um, it really spoke to my heart what they do here. Um, but then when I went through the job description, I was like, yes, yes, yes. It was like all of my favorite things um, all wrapped into one. Plus, it was a leadership role. Um, so that's how I got here was just wanting to be um, a leader in my day to day job and getting to connect for a living, essentially, you know, really connect for a living yeah. and do all my favorite things. So that's how I landed where I am in a nutshell. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. So just kind of through your own experience of finding the joy and connecting with others, why do you think like it can be so helpful in us moving forward and reaching our goals and dreams? Oh my gosh, it is imperative because any place when I think back when we've moved or lived in new places, when I didn't have essentially like my gals that I have here, um, I was miserable because like men and women need their circle. Like we need people to bounce ideas off of when you're having a bad day, you need to be able to vent and talk about it, but then have someone to be like, okay, but you're going to get them tomorrow. Or, um, and especially, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a network like I do here in Ogden, which is probably why I'm like, we're never living Ogden. We're Ogdenites forever because yes. it's just been absolutely crucial because your, your group of friends, you know, you tend to rise like to the occasion, like whatever, whoever you surround yourself with is who you become. You know, and so yeah. for me, I've been really, really blessed and lucky and honored to be surrounded by women that I admire, that I look up to and that I strive to achieve. Um, like my when my best friend, Abby, she graduated and finally finished her degree a few years ago. And I was like, man, how much left do I have? Like, oh, that seems like a lot of work. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I only have a year. Oh, I can do that. Right. And by her achieving her goal, that inspired me to achieve mine. And then when I started back, another one of our friends started back too. And so it was this ripple effect of going back to school and finishing that degree that we'd put on the shelf. Um, and then another one of my friends, she runs all kinds of crazy races. And I'm like, oh, maybe someday I'll do that 50K. And then I did yeah. for my birthday a few years ago. You know, oh, we all job. just... That's awesome. Yeah, we just all inspire and encourage each other no matter what direction we're going. But um, I feel like without that, 
I mean, life is so hard. <laughs> life is so yeah. hard on its own. Um, so if your friends are not the people that are cheering the loudest for you, then you need new friends because otherwise like life is just, it's miserable without that. So I, I don't know what I did to be so lucky to have just countless women in this community um, that I know I can text or call or shoot an email to that will help me, encourage me, give me advice. Um, and it all, I mean, it's, it's kind of cliche a little bit because it's our theme for the year for women in business, but all it really was is showing up. Like I'm at this luncheon, I'm at this event, I volunteered for this opportunity and that's where you make connections is face to face and that shared experience. And, and it's just, I can't imagine my life without it now. So it's just incredible to have. I love that you brought up showing up. It definitely seems that like when we're showing up for ourselves, we naturally attract people into our life. Did you find that like, as you started like working on yourself, like meeting women that have similar goals and vision? Oh, 100%. Because then it's so exciting, because then you don't feel like you have to hide that part of yourself. Because I know that I have some like some people in my family that don't want to go back to school or don't like to run or don't like to do things like that. And it's hard for me if I was surrounded by lots of people like that, I think it would be really hard to stay focused on what I really want to do because I, you tend to kind of make yourself smaller. I think, I mean, at least I do. Mm -hmm. I know some people do. Um, And so I feel like just being around other women that are achieving their goals too, like inspires me and not gives me permission, but kind of like it gives me permission to talk Mm -hmm. about it and dream about it um, and say it out loud and, and that they're not going to laugh at you or they're going to be like, heck yeah, of course you should go back to school. Of course you should go for that promotion. Of course you should apply for that job. Like without having that, it's, I just, I can't imagine like where I would be without that. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about one of your mentors that inspired you and like, you know, what that mentor had that you wanted to rise to. Oh man, there's so many pieces. I'm like, I know. And oh, no. it's hard to pick, huh? It is hard. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm going to be a brown noser and say my boss. But I think in, cause I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many throughout my history, throughout my life. But in this current moment, if I had to pick someone that I'm like, yes, like I'm following that direction. It's her, Margaret Rose. She's our executive director here at YCC. Um, I just really enjoy it. Like, I just appreciate her leadership style. She's very thoughtful. She's very, like, hands-off but supportive. Um, and so it gives us all this ownership of what we're doing. Um, but that. then she has this crazy history. Like, her background is substantial and very diverse. And so she just brings so much to our organization and so much to us as a leadership team that she has thoughtful insight. And I don't know, even I feel like even when she knows the answer to a question or has like a path that she thinks she's going to go on and she'll present it to our leadership team. And she's, she listened, she listened to feedback, even though she has so much experience and probably could just pick an answer and it would probably be right. Um, but she's still um, opens it up to feedback and is thoughtful and actually truly listens. And it's like, oh my gosh. And sometimes she even changes her mind. And it's like, you know what? Actually, you're right. That's a great point. Let's do this. And so I think just as a leader, I just really, I'm like, I hope to emulate that, you know, like I, oh, I just yeah. aspire to have that kind of leadership style, to have that calm, 
Like I'm a very excitable person. I get all fired yeah. up. Um, and she has this calm about her that I'm like, okay, I'm going to channel my inner Margaret right now and like take right. a, a thoughtful approach to this instead of like, woo, skin help them. So, um, so yeah, I think um, her right now for sure. I love what you said about her being open to feedback, mm-hmm. but also it sounds like she has like this very open energy where she's yeah. willing to really take in information around her, which is really a sign of a great leader. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting into this, like I'm right and this is the way mm-hmm. because I'm the leader. I love it when we yeah. see women who are able to be understand other people's perspectives and then integrate those into yeah. create like whether it's a program or a new idea, that's just fantastic. I love it, it is. And I think it really stems from, I think the key thing I've kind of like boiled down, I'm like, what makes her so great? Like, what's my favorite thing? And it's her self-awareness, right? So I think as leaders, like that's one of the things I try to own is like, where are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? And being just kind of vulnerable to be like, oh, this isn't my area of expertise or you know, oh, sorry, that was totally my fault. I dropped the ball. Like she's very quick to take ownership um, and just kind of knows where her strengths lie and where they don't um, and where her biases could come in. And so I really appreciate her honesty about all of those things, which makes us respect her more because we know where she's coming from. And yeah, it's absolutely. Great. I love that. That's awesome. Okay. So for someone who doesn't have a tribe right now and is looking yeah. for ways to connect with other women. Um, mm-hmm. You have a lot of great experience in the community. What are some ways that women can get involved and start creating this tribe of theirs? Oh, yeah. I think, like I said earlier, just showing up, showing up to things um, because you'll tend to kind of notice the same kind of the people tend to show up to all the community events. So if you are somebody who likes to run, finding there's so many groups, I think, on Facebook, but like Ogden Pub Runners, even if you don't like to drink, you don't have to drink or you don't even have right. to run. You could just walk like um, finding some kind of group like that that has a shared interest. Because what I found here is that people, there's a lot of transplants here in Ogden, like people that have moved here from somewhere else. So they understand what it is to not quite have a group yet. Um, and then there's a lot of people that have maybe left a, a religious group and are looking to, they also know what it feels like to be an outsider. Um, so I feel like anytime I've been anywhere, people are really welcoming. Um, so showing up to the farmer's market, showing up to a volunteer project. If you see a nonprofit post that they have an event, those are like the Google Foundation, obviously plug for them, but they have incredible community events where you get to work for hours side by side with people that you don't know. Um, So I think that that has been, obviously, that's where I started. And that's how I got to know so many people. Um, Obviously, another plug for something I'm involved in, but it's worked for me is women in business. Um, I really love that group because if you come down and sit next to anyone at a table, they're your new best friend. You know, and if you don't have one, find me. I'll be your new best friend. <laughs> I'm always picking new it. best friends. Um, I have an endless supply of love for people in the community. So um, reaching out, reaching out to the chamber and saying like, hey, this is what I'm looking to get into. Um, they'll plug you in as well. Um, yeah, anywhere. The volunteerism, I think, is such a great way here in Ogden to just get involved and to make some friends that are like-minded um kind of pick out like what direction you want to go in and kind of plug yourself into that kind of group 
you know, if you are like, man, I want to go back to school or I want to get into this field, find someone in that field and reach out. I think people understand and know what it's like to, to need that. Um, but you can always reach yes. out to me. I will connect you. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Clarice at love the Goal it. Foundation, she's the ultimate connector, but um, I learned a lot of lessons from her. So if she's busy, I will, I'll find a way to <laughs> you into what group you're, you should be in. So I absolutely love that. Um, what are some places you recommend for volunteering where people could get involved in different um, activities or things that are going on? What are some, where are some of your favorite places to volunteer? Yeah. Um, like recommend? I, yeah. Like I was like, I love the goal foundation is obviously I worked there for three years and I, now I work there for free by volunteering. <laughs> um, Trails Foundation, Northern Utah. If you like to hike and enjoy the trails, um, I feel like being a member of that organization, um, you get their newsletters, you find out what projects they're working on, and then you're going to meet other outdoorsy people. Um, there's, oh my gosh, there's like 70 nonprofits so, in Ogden. So like depending on, um, if you get on to um, Give Pulse, so um, I don't have any affiliation to give Pulse, but there you can, it's a database that you can search um, for what kind of volunteer opportunity you're looking for. Um, so you can right. type in what kind of skills you have. Um, you can search by what the organization's mission is, because maybe you're not outdoorsy, but you love um, music and there's Nurture the Creative Mind and they do music and art and there's, I mean, there's just anything for anyone, whatever you're interested in, it's here. There's so many options and there's so oh, many ways to volunteer. Yeah. And it's such a great way to thrive because then we're connected with ourselves and other people and we're, mm -hmm. we're participating in a positive cause. Yeah. So I absolutely mm -hmm. love that. Yeah. Um, when you think about like ways that women can like, so one thing that I loved about, I traveled to Africa for a while and I participated mm -hmm. in like a humanitarian effort. One yeah. thing I loved about being there is that like the whole community would just come together to support mm -hmm. and show up for each other, which yeah. we do. There's so many organizations that do that here. But one thing that they would say in uh, Africa is that like um, when women come together, the whole community heals, mm -hmm. which is something that I just always mm -hmm. loved so much because I truly think that that's, that that's um, so important. So what are some things that women can do when they're wanting to maybe support one another, they're wanting to find their tribe um, mm -hmm. and looking for people that are actually going to help them with reaching or rising to their full potential? Yeah. Because, you know, we've all had experiences where maybe we've recognized that the people around us aren't lifting us. Mm -hmm. So what are some things you would recommend as somebody is developing this tribe yeah. things yeah. to look for oh man that's such a great I question I know I'm like that's so good um I think oh so there is there's this women's leadership institute I'm like I'm like thinking of like a bigger group or just like day-to-day -day. but um there's Both a women's, awesome. yeah so women's leadership institute and then I think it's called Sheep. Oh, I'm a part of it. And now I'm totally blanking on it, of course. Um, I think it's She Place. They have, they connect with mentors. Um, but depending on your age, they connect like younger women, like high school, early college to each other. 
And then there's like the older group, like, you know, out of college, <laughs> um, they connect with the college age. So it's like a twofold oh. mentorship situation. Um, so that's like an organized version of that. Um, but I think, you know, just to get started finding someone in the community that you do respect or do look up to or admire um, and just finding a way to reach out to them. Like I've, I've done that with women in business when I was still new and didn't know. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to, what does she do? I want to know how she's doing that. And I went up and introduced myself. I mean, it's pretty bold. Somebody else can introduce you if you're not as, um, as, uh, I guess, fearless, but I just like swallowed my fear. <laughs> um, if you're not as fearless, like if you do come to like a woman in business luncheon or something like that and want to be introduced, there's always people that, you know, will introduce you. I'm one of them. There's lots of us on the board that would introduce you to whoever you're trying to meet. But I think sometimes you just have to really be kind of gutsy and say, I admire what you're doing. How do I do what you're doing? What what should be my first step? Like I did that. We were in Iowa and I had started at this new job in a window factory. I was a department manager. I'm like, I don't know anything about manufacturing. Like, what am I doing here? But I understood people and coaching and leadership and management and all of that. And there was a lady that worked for our um for corporate. And I didn't know what she did, but my manager was like, you guys are so similar. Like, I bet you would do what she's doing. I'm like, what does she do? And he didn't even know. So I just sent her an email and was like, hey, I'm new to the company. I don't even work in the same town as you, but I was pointed in your direction as somebody that I should talk to about what you do for a living. You know, like, mm-hmm. and we ended up talking. We're still friends. Like, I think sometimes it just takes that, like, finding what it is that you're like, oh, I want that and figuring out how to like talk to somebody who's doing what you want to do or what you think you want to do. Sometimes it shoots off in other directions, you know, but I think that that is step one is finding, finding the people that you want to surround yourself with, you know, and letting them know and just being vulnerable is scary, but I love it. I doubt in this town, if they say no to you, then that's not the direction you want to go. That's not your person. And find someone else, but 99% of the people, the women in this community would be thrilled and honored. If if somebody said that to me, I would just die and be like, we're best friends. Here we go. What do you want to do? How can I help you? You know, so yeah, it'd be a great first step. I love it. And I love what you said about just being brave. So a lot of times it's just putting yourself out there and being willing to be a little daring and meet new people and step Mm -hmm. outside of that comfort zone. And we know that's where the growth happens anyways. It is is scary, but it's so worth it. And it's It's so so worth it. it. Everything I've ever done that like scared me and made me like, like, oh, do I really want to do that? I'm tired and this and whatever or scared the best decisions I've ever made was doing it anyway. I'm like, okay, nope, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do it because I am tired, you know, like. That's right. Yes. mm -hmm. Absolutely love that. Okay. Any other advice that you have for women who are wanting to um, connect more with each other and live a life of intention and. Oh my gosh, just do that. Like, just do it. it. Um, Just Just, do it. I love it. I mean, we have, um, and then once you do, you got, I mean, you have to give to get, right? Like we have our little 
gals chat like we have a text thread and there's like seven of us in there now it's kind of crazy but like I'll come back to my phone and be like I have 35 minutes text oh my gosh but you best believe I'm gonna scroll back through all 35 texts that I missed in that thread because I want to know what's going on with my friends I want to make sure that they're okay I want to make sure if they have an event or they're going through something hard or if they're Heck, my friend is laying sod on Saturday and we're going to go help her lay sod because that's what friends do, you know? So you have to be willing to invest in the relationships if you want to have that kind of relationship, you know, like it's, it's what you put into it. Um, Absolutely. So you got to be willing to show up for them and show up for yourself and um, be willing to, to say like, sometimes like our friends will be like, okay, we're just checking in. How's everybody doing? And we're honest. We're like, hanging on by a thread or about to have a meltdown or yeah. best day ever, you know, wherever it is. And we're free to be honest. You know, even if someone's having the worst day and someone's having the best day, we're going to pick up the one that needs picking up and we're going to celebrate the one that just accomplished something big and be happy for each other no matter where we are. So. Absolutely. I love that. And I love that because the more we show up for each other, the more connected we are, we have that support that we need to make it through life's biggest challenges. So yeah, and sometimes it's yeah. just Tuesday, you know, like sometimes it's yeah, just Monday. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Oh, Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to um talk with us today. And you've had mm-hmm. some awesome insights. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna include all of these resources in the show notes and then um and we'll it's awesome. So many people are going to benefit from this. And I just appreciate you taking the time today. Maybe I'll have a new best friend. I'm like, come show up. I'll introduce you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. To oh, of course. It's great. It was an honor. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the Heart and Soul Wellness Podcast with your host, Sarah Carter. Make sure to like and subscribe, and if you have any thoughts about what we talked about today, leave a comment. Also, you can find us at heartandsoulwellness.org and on Facebook and Instagram. Join us again as we continue to help women heal, connect, and aspire to their true and authentic selves.